Hi everyone, you're now listening to episode 34 of the Tilt and To The Podcast, hosted by me, Tabriz. And me, Faisal. Yes. Another week, another episode, episode 34. 34. We made it. We made it. Not a significant number. But no, no, it doesn't really have a ring to it, doesn't, it either. It doesn't, but it's a lot. It is. I'm proud of that, boy. I'm proud of that. How has your week been? We're getting straight into it, man. Wow. Let's see. If you listened to last I week's know, episode, I'm prepared for this let's question. see if you're prepared. You're now biding time. Yeah, I know yeah, you. Yeah. Um, Still doing it. Work was was one thing that comes to mind. Fantastic update. Thank you. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, health kick continues. Mm. We've been... Uh, Any more time in the saddle? We have had some more time in the saddle. We have had some more we time have. in we, the saddle. We actually got the road bikes out last night, funnily enough, for the first time in a while. And uh, this was actually due to a little accident we had earlier this week on the saddle. Oh, yeah. Good point. My, uh, yeah, my mountain bike's in better days, but we will get her fixed. We will get her fixed and she'll be better than ever. But we've got a... Someone got a bit cocky and tried uh, to overtake uh, me. Handlebars clipped and sayonara. Back wheel. Bye-bye. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, so she's temporarily on the mend. <laughs> Out of action. Yeah. The, you know, think like a Tahith Chong or Dion Sanderson now coming back. This is... Well, Sanderson's back now. Yeah. But this is... Uh, yeah. It, it's going to sit out a few days and, and she'll be back better than ever. Uh, what else? Then we went out, obviously, this weekend. Yes. We were in LDN uh, for a mate's 30th birthday. We were, we were. Last week, 30th. This week, 30th. Everyone's getting old. But yeah, happy birthday, Mr. Kevin Costner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Kev Bow. <laughs> Shout out to Kev. Exactly. Happy 30th, mate. And to Ashish. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. I'm sure they're not listening, but mm, mm. needless to in say, spirit, happy birthday. Spirit. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, it was a great weekend. Had a lot of fun. Yeah. Eventful, to say the least. Mm, mm. Um, yeah. Some not safe for work, potentially. Yeah. We add to the stories. We add to the stories. Yeah, yeah. the story bank. But uh, yeah, yeah, all in a really good week mm. for us, I guess, personally. Now we move on to our beloved Birmingham City. Yeah, and the one and only. Yeah. We've got a lot to talk about mm. on the whole game, I think. So we will, you know, we'll get into that very, very shortly. Before we do that, as always... Shameless plug. You can catch us on Instagram at the Tilt and Two. Over yeah. to you. <laughs> okay, no, that was a bit of a no, no, no. There's, there's more coming to it. Um, yeah, and on our Twitter and Facebook at the Tilt and Two. Yes. YouTube, watch this space. It's still uh, pending. It's still pending. Pending. But yeah, what I was gonna say is, yeah, please do reach out on our socials, get in contact, get in touch. We say it every week, but. You know, the the amount of people that do reach out and we do get to speak to people that we've never met, you know, it's genuinely one of the best bits about doing this podcast. For sure. And, you know, long may it continue and, you know, we hope to you know, build, build a community. So everyone that does reach out regularly and those who continue to, you know, again, massive, massively appreciate it. And we want to hear from as many of you as physically possible. So, yeah. Don't be a stranger. Them DMs are open. Open for business. Mm. Right. Before we get into the whole game, 
let's talk about the third kit. Yeah, some actually um, some good news from this week. <laughs> what a third kit! I mean, it's better than what what happened at Hull. But anyway, <laughs> it is. I mean, it looks like a whole kit. Yeah, yeah. When I first saw it, I definitely did not think this is Birmingham City. But either way. So do you think I spoke too soon on our post saying we love it? No, I do like it now. I, I definitely like grew to it. Um, yeah. You know, it's still got, what, the green of our third kit in there somewhere. <laughs> um, and yeah, I mean, the best part of it is the sewn on badge. Thank Oh, yeah, fine, God. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just hilarious that it's come on a third I kit know. and not the home and away. Yeah, I'm definitely going to grab it, though. But, you know, it does also make me laugh that Birmingham City have got a third kit. Mm. Was that for our Euro, you know, our Europe? You know, our Europe football, is it? Like, mm. What is what's the point? What's the real point of it? It's because Tony- the away kit has got such a dreadful record. Yeah. <laughs> That we need something <laughs> to change it. I know Bowie's been on the blower and been like, yeah. we need to do something. Get the juju off of that. Exactly. Kit. But yeah, I mean, Tony the Tiger's had his wicked way with it. He has. Again. He has. He's done a real number on this one. He has, yeah. He's left his mark all over it. And yeah, I mean, I like it. But yeah, online, it was a grower. It's definitely, yeah, it was a grower. Online, it's definitely getting mixed messages and mixed uh. opinions. So. On our little poll, majority of people liked it, but you go on Twitter and a lot of people have got some negative thoughts about it. Yeah, I mean, so. it's not like the Blues home kit. I mean, Blues home kit was like literally one out of every hundred people hated it. Mm. Other than that, everyone loved it. This one's a this bit more. This is, uh, yeah, a little yeah. closer. It's splitting. Mm. It looks online. But yeah, mm. on our on our poll, it was still a majority thumbs up. But again, do we really need a third kit? No. When are we going to be playing in it? You know, it'll be, yeah, I don't know. I just don't see the point in it, but I like it. It says limited edition. It's going to be a slim one again. I did have a look if I've got the regular fit, but I do not. So yeah, that's if not good. you are going to grab that, can't stress I'll it I'll be grabbing the extra large again. Go up. I know, walking in a medium, walking out an extra large. No. That's yeah. a legendary story, that is. It is mm. to me anyway. How confident you were walking up to the till with a medium in your hand. Yeah, well, thank God they advised otherwise, to be honest. I was, yeah, like the last thing I like doing at a shop is ch- trying on clothes, as I'm sure a lot of people do. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, thank God the you didn't, you didn't uh, sales just... assistant was very adamant that I should try it on. I mean, funnily enough, you hate trying trying stuff on, but you tried three three tops before you found the right one. Medium, yeah, it's like large, Goldilocks XL. or whatever, whatever the nursery rhyme is. Right, okay. All right, big man. Pretend yeah, you don't know the nursery rhyme, yeah. I've got the references. Don't you worry about <laughs> it. But yeah, definitely size up is mm. the, the key takeaway. Size does matter. Yes. <laughs> In many ways. In many ways, yeah. Right. Let's get straight into the game. I say straight in, but we've been, we've been mumbling on for a while now. But yeah, on to the whole city game. I hope everyone listening, listening to the episode before where we gave you our thoughts, how we were going to line up. We, as we said, we had a lot of injury worries coming into this game. So I knew there was going to be a lot of changes. We knew there'd be obviously a lot of the young lads featuring again. Yeah. Um, I mean, most of them were on the bench. Yeah. Luckily, I think what we had three on the bench, was it? Yeah. Yeah, we did. Um... 
but yeah, it was interesting coming in what I thought might be the team, and then yeah, let's let's get into the team first then. Okay, I'll take us how away. we lined up. So yeah, Sarkagin goal obviously in the back. The back three we had Harley Dean, Mark Roberts, and Dion Sanderson. So Beautiful. he was back, as we said. So you know, great to see him. And looking at that, if we just cut it there, that back three, very strong back yeah, three. It's a strong, very back strong three. back three from Definitely. what we have at our disposal. Very very strong, I thought. So happy with that. Wing backs. This is where it got a bit more contentious for me. Nice word. Thank you. Left wing back, Jeremy Bella. Right wing back, Riley McGree. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I know. I remember when we first saw the team sheet, I mean, we were thinking, what, is it Woods out on the right? That's what I thought originally. I was yeah, thinking, I, did I just think did not think McGree. it'd be him. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I did not think it'd be him. Okay. We'll give our opinion on this in a minute. But moving up the pitch, we had Sunjic and Ryan Woods. And like a you know their normal positions just in front of the the defence, Gardner in at Cam, uh-huh. and then up top we had Troy Deeney and Scott Hogan. So, the immediate talking point there, well, I want to raise is that right wing. Bloody hell, I can't even speak. I know we don't even want right wing back. <laughs> I know it sounded like I could be saying something else, but right wing back Riley McGree. I'm gonna open it up to you. What is your opinion on that? I know mine. Yeah, not good. Um, I mean, going into the game, I really didn't like it. And I don't think it got any better, really, after the game. Um, You know, we've said about Jordan Graham. He fills in that role and he does it really well. Riley McGree, I just don't think, is that kind of player. Yeah, he's probably a bit agile. He's got a bit of speed on him and stuff like that. But from what I saw, yeah, he's definitely not a defensive-minded player. No. No. Definitely not, and we've already said like he's another one of these guys. He is quite small, isn't he? And he's not, he's not particularly good at throwing his weight around up the pitch anyway. So yeah, he's just a cam. let alone in defence. He's a cam, isn't yeah. he? He's an attacking minded midfield player. He could play on the wings, I think. He could do a job, but yeah, he likes the ball at his feet. Though. His game is attacking. Definitely, you know, we've said it before about Bella, right? It's the same. Riley McGree is not a wing back. And he got shown that, you know, yeah. we'll get into the game a little bit more, you know, how we played, but it was very evident he wasn't that yeah. position. And for me, even Bowie we trust, I stress it enough, but I don't know the, the, the you know, the thoughts really around that because defensively I knew it was always going to be a big, big hole and I'm always going on about Bella playing at left wing back, what it does for his confidence when he's getting beaten how much we lack when we've got Bella at wing-back when it comes to just his attacking, you know, threat. And yet we've done it with Riley McGree. Mm. I find it really like, I don't know. I don't know where the, I don't know why that happened. And when we've got Garner playing in at number 10, and if you know the game, you know what happened to Garner in the game. But I I, I honestly think he would have been better in a right wing-back and yeah. still have McGree at Cam, that way we get the best because Garner is Garner is a nitty gritty player. He's a rough player, you know, big physical lump. Why he wouldn't have done a better job? I'm, you know, again, a boy we trust to go with what he's said and these are his tactics. But for me, that would have been a better. We're absolutely bare bones in the team with, you know, injuries etc. 
why we didn't go with Garner right wing back. For me, personally, it's just a little bit like baffling as to why we're so rigid with the formation choice as well. Yeah. You know, we are we like I said, we've got loads of injuries. We're down to bare bones in a number of positions. But the one thing that stays consistent throughout all of this is the posi- is is the formation. Yeah. And Bowie is plugging different players into the you know, different roles, but again in that same formation. Mm-hmm. Why are we so rigid with that formation? Yeah. I don't understand that personally. And for me, I don't think the wing backs work no. that well. I mean, I mean we do all right, we, but we, uh, the injuries, we haven't only just got a lot of injuries. They're in literally the worst positions for this formation. And, with, and yeah, exactly. Key players. Wing backs, we're playing like we're playing we're two wingers. wingers. Well, not even that, a cam and a winger as yeah. our wing backs. Yeah. It is crazy. I mean, I know, you know, we're not bloody championship level footballers, but anyone knows Sunday league level, whatever level you're at, you try and fit into a position that you're not used to. Yeah. I mean, it's a big struggle. It's a huge ask. And especially at this level. Yeah. It's you're coming up against, you know, ballers. Yeah, you know, I real can't imagine physical athletes. being a cam and going into right wing back. No. I hate it for one game, no. let alone in a championship match. Exactly. Exactly. But then all of, as you know, we see it. We've seen it so much time with Bella. How much pressure then that puts on the back three? It does. You know, they've got to then come over. Everyone's out of position. That, for me, is the biggest takeaway before, you know, anything really. is. And, and it has been said before, why this formation? Why so rigid? Why do we always stick with that? Do you know what I mean? We're... We're moving players around just so we can play this formation. And it doesn't work. Defensively, we do get spotted. We do get caught out. Balls over to the to the wings. We do. We suffer. Yeah. And again, attacking-wise, what did we really have? You look at that 11. Gardner, again, for me, he drives the ball. Yeah. Yes, but is he a cam? No. Oh, no. Is he necessarily I don't think slipping he is. the ball through? Is he getting the sneaky exactly. passes through? Is he... Is he Garner beats his man because he puts his head down and he just runs, yeah. right? But is Garner going to beat a man one-on-one? No. Look at the other cams we've got. Chong, will he beat a man? 100%. Yeah, all the time. McGree, will he beat a yeah. man? McGree has been playing so well as well. You're having a player who's bang on form and you've moved him into a position he's not used to whatsoever. Mm-hmm. What's that going to do to him? What's that going to do to his confidence? What's that going to do for his runner form? I've got to stress, in value we trust, because it sounds like I'm I'm going against him. But for me, they're the questions I've got to ask and they're the questions that I'm thinking. And I know a whole load of the Blue Noses out there are thinking the same thing. You know, it does. These things have an impact. Yeah, I mean, uh, just looking at that starting eleven, just those players, it's just not the formation I'd pick going into the game. It is, uh, I mean, we've spoke about it literally since Bowie came in, about how rigid he is, but... yeah, Especially I mean, this definitely season. definitely showing it again. Especially but, this season, isn't it? I mean, last season yeah, we saw he came in 4-4-2, then yeah. kind of went into this 
this, yeah, this formation, three, four, but then one, two, three, five, two. Yeah, but then, but then this season, obviously his first season, full season, yeah, yeah, you know, being in charge, switch. We once. have not moved no. from this formation, and we know we've got injuries. We know we're weak yeah. at the wing back yeah. position, but we are playing players out of position just to be able to fulfil that formation, and that for me is. You know, it's a, it's a talking point at the very least. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a worry it's not, for me. It's not good. It is just what we said we shouldn't be, which is just one plan going into a game. Yeah. It, it makes it a lot easier for teams coming in to, to know what your game is. But anyway, going into this game, on Enough top of that, that yeah. Hull sitting at, what, 20 seconds? Yeah. We said it last podcast, we have to win this game. Yeah. It's a, it should have been an easy three points. And yeah, what did we see? Yeah, unfortunate 2 0 loss. Mm. An unfortunate 2 0 loss. And you know, you just look at the you know, you just look at the stats. Yeah. We ended the game, they had eighteen shots to our eight. We both had the same number of shots, five. Possession wise, we actually ended the game with fifty one percent obviously they're forty nine. That Right, shots on target in our position. You looked at the first half, they had the majority of the possession. Yeah. You know, they they always had more shots than us. They were yeah. consistent with that. I mean, they finished the game with 10 corners to our two. Yeah, I mean... Which, yeah, you know, that says a lot. It does. It really does. And again, if you've watched the game, you've watched the press conference or, you know, the interview after... The key takeaway or key point of this was, you know, a bad decision by the referee, right? And that's fine, right? We can say, and yes, it I agree. It definitely was, yeah. 100%. We, we aren't arguing 100%, that. 100% or 100%. But, again, we don't rest on that. That's that's the, the, the key point for me. We don't rest on a bad decision. Yes, we can get bad decisions, bad decisions, bad decisions all day long, every week. And we have had bad decisions in the past. But how we're not putting away a team like Hull, that was their second home win. And obviously, of course, it would come against Birmingham yeah, City. Yeah. I mean, we said that going into you know, it. Of course yeah. it would. It just, it, it just does, doesn't it? We, yeah, it on the Saturday, happens. we were saying before it, yeah, I don't have a good feeling. You know, we put in amazing performance. We've been on a really good run of form, performance-wise anyway. You know, the game against Reading, we still put in a great performance, I think. To lose it was a bitter, bitter end to the game. But, again, we looked good. This game was very different. Yeah, I mean, we still had moments. We still had chances. Definitely had definitely moments. did have definitely had chances. Moments. But, yeah, I mean, let's just talk about that first goal. Okay. That went in for Go them. for it. I mean, before that, it looked to be kind of square. You know, they, they definitely were playing good football. Then what? He's got it on the left hand side. Left hand side. Then who's he taking Takes on? Takes on McGree. McGree. And McGree pretty much bangs him. Me, straight McGree away. gets turned. You can see, you know, another a wing back will probably stay closer, get a foot in, just jockey yeah. him. I mean, you either know. way, to be fair to him, he he did enough for the ball to go out, and it's, it definitely yeah, was out. He did. He did. But the that whole player ball was out. But their winger got all the way through. And again, it just said nothing against Riley McGree. It's not his position. But it just exposed it again to me. That position is weak because the player still got a load of yards there. He should not have been allowed to get mm. from the touchline all the way into the box and even get to playing that ball even out. The yeah. ball 
was definitely yeah, out. I, mean, it I don't know how they out. didn't... The, the official linesman, let's, no one saw let's that. Let's make sure we cover the main point here. The ball was out. 100% like, it was whether out. Whether McGree got banged or whatever it was. <laughs> got banged. The ball was out. He's, he's put it back across without the linesman. And or the ref Honeyman in the middle didn't even know. Yeah, just banged off right, him. It just hit off him. Yeah. And it just speaks volumes. Either way... That's that's what it was. That that made the first goal. But there's just no excuses either for it, you know. And okay, bad decision again. Hugely you, you bad decision. Yeah, hugely bad decision. He's just flat out incorrect. But you play to the whistle. You yeah. don't. I mean, you, you don't. Do. You'd play against Hull, and that's a game we needed to kill off. All right, we go down one nil to a bad decision. Okay, you keep going, and you bring the game back, and you win. Or you put in a really good performance. Yeah. You know, and heads dropped. Heads dropped straight away. Yeah, I mean, I think that's when it definitely comes back to when we're 1-0 down in that game. It definitely comes back to the starting eleven we've got. We've got good players out there, but because of the tactical decisions... Players playing out of position. You know, we don't have the creativity up top. I mean, Deeney, let's touch on that. Deeney had... Another good game, I thought. Another solid game in terms of supplying Hogan. Yeah. We saw him... Winning headers, bringing the ball down, which is beautiful. There's one time where I saw a goal kick come, two defenders on him. He's pushing back into him. Strength enough to literally chest the ball down. I mean, not Juki, but either way, he's done well. (laughs) He slipped Hogan through twice. Hogan had a great chance, a great one-on-one. Well, you know, well, defender next to him. But either way, should have done better. Should have done better. Could have done better on a different day. Another one he put Hogan through as well. Unluckily, the keeper obviously got to it first. But Mm. a very good slip through. I think it was after he just won the ball back as well. So, yeah, hats off to Deeney there. But apart from that, we couldn't really create much. You had Gary Gardner shooting from miles out. Um, you know, easily collected by the keeper. You know, these these are the kind of opportunities that took up our eight shots of the game. Yeah. You know, that shot by Gardner, that's one of the five that we had on target. I know. I know. And it's it was weak. Not a chance. Do you know what I mean? It no. isn't it isn't an actual goal scoring chance. So yeah, it's almost like a padding of the stats that is when you look at it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, we didn't really apart from Hogan's one on one it was hard to say we had much in the way of scoring, really. Mm. And then things were compounded worse. Not only did we have a bad decision by the ref and we go down 1-0, obviously the second talking point of the game is Gary Gardner. Gary Gardner yeah. gets red-carded before the, the 43rd well. minute. Yeah. You know, and looking back at it, there is no defending him. There is just pure... I'm sure he probably thinks the same. Just stupidity. That's yeah, all there I mean, is he has it. got a hot head though, hasn't he? Yeah, always okay, has. He's got a hot head, he but does he has. not have to manage that? He's a yeah, professional he footballer. Of course exactly. he does. I'm saying, I don't know whether he... I'm sure he looks back and regrets it, but it, it's not something that's rare to him. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's not It's not like he gets a red every but game, but he does have that tendency in him. It's his know, second red this season, and then you look at the impact that has on the team as a whole now. I mean, look at next game against Kov now. Yeah. Gary Gardner's not in the fold. He's going to be out. On top of all the injury woes we've got, you know, we literally are bare bones now. Yeah. In the midfield. It's Yeah, you know, he lets down the club by doing that. You know. So yeah, if anyone hasn't seen it, 
the challenge it's a Again, the player is running middle of the park, really. There's no real danger. Yeah, he does not, not need to be silly. lunging in. He goes to ground, and it's a foul. It's a foul good enough for a yellow, and the referee's going to give him a yellow. He gets up, and he has a little tussle with one of their players, and he basically, you know, forehead to forehead. Yeah, he definitely gets a good nudge on him, you know, or he definitely exactly. throws his head forward. Exactly, so. and anyone who plays football, watches football, has any interest in football, know that's one of the things you don't do. You don't put hands in a player's face and you don't put your head in his, you know, head towards theirs. You just don't do it. I don't know what you're thinking. What no. are you thinking? Yeah, he'd lost his call and it's stupid when we're 1-0 down to 20 no, seconds like in the handbags, league. you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's just so pathetic. It's one of them. You're not going to do anything to each other. So what's the point of you even putting your forehead or, or you know, going or even touching him? You're not going to do anything. Don't pretend like you're going to do anything. You're on a football pitch. Nothing's going to happen. It's just pathetic. Yeah. Not and you smart know, at I'm all. a I'm a big fan of Gary Garner, but again, what can you say? Yeah, to there's that no justifying. Other than just you know, I'm really disappointed with it. Yep. You've let the club down you've let the fans down you've no doubt you've let your teammates down with that stupidity you know Bowie has come out and said you know he's going to get fined and all of yeah. that and so rightfully so and yeah he should be yeah I mean either way though like we've said what what does that really change a fine it doesn't exactly a fine but he's out of Coventry we haven't got any replacements out of Coventry really, out so. of Blackpool so yeah it, it wasn't good at all especially before the end of the first half, especially when we were already 1-0 down and not I know, really and creating the game. And then, yeah, half-time comes. And then something else that's interesting. Harley Dean. Harley Dean comes off at 46 minutes. Yeah. So, I'm not sure how good that looks either, to be honest. I don't yeah. know what, or what there is behind it. I don't know if you've heard anything. I'm going to guess that there was some sort of a knock or something. That's why he wanted to come off. Or... I think it's a tactical thing, wasn't it? But okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'd have to, yeah. If you're bringing any other defenders off, I probably would have brought Harley Dean. If you're looking at the back three. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Um, Over the run of the season, especially. But yeah, for his, for him, I bet he's... Yeah, yeah, fuming. He can't be too happy and that's not going to Especially when they brought on James, the young lad. Mm. What, is his second... Championship game is it, or was his last even the championship? Mm. But yeah, he's come on in place. So yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be best pleased if I was hard. No, 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 no. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. Obviously, as a club captain coming off, never good, right? Never good. But you know, hopefully he's professional enough, and it doesn't give him too much of a. You know, he's going to be playing anyway next week. Yeah, uh, next yeah. week. I mean, next game against Coventry. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure of it. Yep. You know how funny this is compared to our podcast last week, our last episode where we were talking about, you know, obviously we gave everyone a run through of um, Hull, Cov and Blackpool and how we thought the team's going to line up. And again, injuries on top of that. We've now got Gary Gardner out. How we're going to line up, how we're going to look against yeah, Cov is completely out. You know, what we said is completely blown out of the water. Yeah. Are we going to see Bowyer still stick with his formation? Yeah, I think we are. I think we are. And it's going to have to have... I don't um, know if I agree with it. I think the starting lineup now, obviously, will have to feature some of the young lads rather than them just being on the bench. Um, well, yeah. That's what I'd assume anyway. Midfield's an absolute yeah, gaping it's hole. Um, yeah, it yeah. is. 
and then obviously not too short after 57 minutes in they get themselves a second goal mm. and this one was more what's the word more Just adamant in, I guess you well, know it was a fairly good ball over the free top. Header, man. Yeah, and then free it was header. completely free header on the back post. Just laps in concentration, yeah, heads were down. around each other. You know, with 10 men, you know, still no excuse. But yeah, it was just a free header back post. Yeah. He's done well, to be fair, the striker yeah, yeah. has. A good little ball into the back, a very high cross, really. Mm. And then, yeah, completely free at the back, an open goal, basically, at that point. Yeah. It was literally an open net. He and just had to head the ball then. into. Exactly. And that's it. You know, game, we're chasing the game. We're down to 10 men. Like I said, we ended the game with more possession. We didn't, you know, I don't think we rolled over and, you know, handed them the win. But obviously, 2-0 down. They scored in the 57th minute after half time. Do you know what I mean? It's everything is stacked against the players. Yeah. We're already, you know, so thin in positions. Yeah, it was just an uphill battle. Yeah, you know, it was an uphill battle, and it does. It just comes back from Gardner. You know, we go one nil down from a bad decision. You can pull it back. You can kill. You can still go on to win the game. But it literally just killed us. Absolutely killed us. And yeah, it was a game we said we needed to win. A team that's way below us, and especially, us. you know, just the importance of us. We went on that huge, what was it, seven games about a win. Then the performance is starting getting better. We got those two wins back yep. to back. Then we came to Reading. Reading came to us. Sorry, yep. good performance, but we still lost. We needed. Then we had the international break. We needed another good performance against Hull for us to be like, yeah, we keep that form going. And then this happens. It's like the wheels come off. Do you know it's, what I mean? It's since we got back from Dubai. That's yeah. what this is. It's the Blues gods telling us we need to get out of the I country. I know, we need to go on holiday again. We seriously need, we need to, to get out of the country. Again. It makes sense. I know, by sense. all means. Listen, I'll take I mean, the I'm, hit. <laughs> I'm one listening to the universe. Whatever the universe, Mother Nature <laughs> yeah, tells me, means, I'll listen. But Yeah. Yeah, I know. I mean, just as a side note, we got we got Millwall tickets earlier, so yeah. uh, sorry, Blue Nation. <laughs> you know, it might yeah. be a, might be a loss with us in attendance. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's just yeah, it's just so frustrating for me. It really is, you know. Like I said, okay, we lost against Reading, but the performance was still there for me. We looked we looked decent to then play against Hull twenty second. And to Gardner to get sent off, yeah. you know, just to add to the injury problems. It is yeah, it mind-blowing. Irresponsible. It is mind-blowing. It it's just crazy situation to be in. Especially yeah, it's at, crazy. Yeah, someone you'd expect so much more from. It's so just even even if even if we lost that red card, you know, it's don't get me wrong, it's not as bad as the loss, but it's up there, isn't it? it you know, it's right. they're both such bad so things. So bad. Yeah. You know, you'd almost rather have lost without the red card obviously you know it's just yeah at least we'd be going into yeah. commentary in a in a stronger position than we are now yeah again I, I really what do we what do we do what do we i see? really um yeah don't know what our midfield is what our midfield's gonna look like going into tomorrow to be honest i know i know yeah i've no idea one thing i'm you know i don't want to see if i'm being completely honest i don't want to see that formation yeah. we need to be adaptive we need to change that formation because 
we don't have any cams really. Yeah. I mean, we do. We have Riley McGree, but you move Marlon McGree there, then exactly. You know what we're going to do for? You know, well, it shouldn't be Riley McGree any, anyway. It could be Marcel Oakley, but the yeah. midfield's so thin. You know, we've got such a busy, busy schedule. Again, you know, the championship. This is it. This is what happens. You know, we've got we've got Coventry tomorrow, Tuesday. Yeah. Then we have Saturday. Blackpool. Blackpool then we yeah. have a week when it's Millwall. But you know, you've got to manage fitness levels. You've got to manage the team. Yeah, I mean, I I definitely don't envy Bahia right now, and I'm oh, sure no he's way. feeling the pressure, feeling the stress, and I'm sure he's had. Yeah, definitely had a few words with Gardner. You know what's in? What we've seen. I want to see. An EK, right, play mm. a bit more. Could we see him, if we're playing this same formation, yeah. could we see him drop As into a cam? cam? Yeah. I mean, we've because seen we've him, seen him come on a few times yeah, in that we position. Yeah, saw him come on against Reading and he looked fairly promising. I like him as a player. Yeah. Um, whether he's necessarily got the dribbling, I don't know, but he's a big force, huge guy. Huge force. Um, and And he does run with the ball. He's not as scared of running with the ball. And he also does look like he can get passes away, especially to the wingers and things like that. So I mean, let's be real. When he came on, he's played, he comes on. Most of the time he comes on as a cam now yeah, anyway. Yeah. And every time, I don't think he's looked out of place. No, he hasn't. But it's different, isn't it? It's different starting a game. Yeah, and exactly. it's a different coming team on coming on. And, yeah, exactly. And you're this absolute unit Yeah. coming up against defenders. You know, there's a psychological aspect yeah. to it. I want to see him play. I really like him yeah. as a player. I think he's a valuable player in our squad. Will Bowyer utilise him in as a cam? Or, yeah, I don't know. But it's just something to think about, I guess. Mm. I wouldn't be too too bothered if we're playing this formation. For me, we change formation. Oh, no, I know. I think that's very much wishful thinking. I do as well. And also, mm. I, I honestly, even despite the team, mm. I don't think... Going up against Coventry is when you probably want to be doing that anyway. No, we need to be you strong. Know, it probably would have been Hull, a team at 22nd, is the game where you want to be changing your formation. I know, that's probably where you put an EK yeah, exactly. in at Cam. Not against fourth place Coventry, who were, uh, yeah. Fifth place at the minute, yeah. Is that what they are? They are. But, you know, crazy. We need to be strong defensively against Coventry. That striker, Giocares, I hope I'm saying it right. You know, he's a real force. Yeah, he's he's a real force. Absolute baller, clearly. The Villa, the ex-Villa, so-and-so. Bleep, bleep. O'Hare, he's a, he's a nuisance. Yeah. He's a handful, tricky player, good close control, great pass on him. You know, we are really going to be backs against it. We've lost... Against Hull, again, we should have won. We didn't have the best performance. Gary Garner's got a red. Yep. We're going to have youngsters playing. If they're not starting, they're going to be on the bench and they're yep. going to be coming on. Yep. You tell me how we get momentum going now. We go into Coventry absolutely for the taking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the professionals, this is their job. You think about Hull. Whatever's happened is in the past. Yeah, it shouldn't yeah, affect course, them, but the fact is, it will affect them. Yeah, I think we have to go into it. I, I personally would just whack Marcel Oakley right wing back, and I'd I think put so. Riley McGree as cam, and the rest stays 100%. as it was last game. Hundred percent. And you just literally, you just hope for the best. Hope the lads perform. If you're playing that formation, yes, 
that's, that's how we do that's it. How, yeah, I think that's how you have to. And I'm hoping that is how we line up. Um, but yeah, it's it's not looking good for tomorrow. But it's not. It's on Sky Sports. Yep. And it will be a good game to watch. I know. And I am hoping that somehow Blues do do it. Mm. It's not completely off the cards. It's just, uh, yeah, it's not looking likely. Yeah. It's not looking likely. No. We are there for the taking, it feels like. You know, commentary are flying. Just drew uh, 0-0 to Sheffield. Sheffield United. They obviously are doing their homework on us, as all the championship and football teams do. They know we're there for the taking. They're going to come into the game absolutely yeah, yeah. singing. Confidence, you know. Exactly. And why wouldn't they? You know, if it was Birmingham City in their position, we'd be saying, well, like we did at Hull, this is the game we win. Let's get some goals. Let's, you know, let's get some of the other lads. You know, like we said, yeah. you said it really well, you know, and I mentioned an eco playing at camp potentially. No, you you are right. You know, the whole game was the game to do that. Yeah. To try different things out, you know, potentially, but obviously with the idea of winning. Yeah. It just blows it all out of the water. Completely. You know, we're going into the end of the year, going into January. We already know we need to, you know, we need to buy players. But, I mean, we're going into, we're already, we're just so thin. Yeah. So thin. You know, Garland's going to be out for three games. That takes us all the way to the end of November. Yeah, it's not It's not a good position to be in at all. You know, we hope Jordan Graham is going to be, you know, we said in last week's episode he was too early for Hull, but potentially we could see him against Coventry. And if we can, oh boy, that'd be a huge, huge uh, pick-me-up, really, for the team yeah. um, and for that position. You know, we then yeah. go from being weak in that position know, to exactly. fairly strong, I think. Around. You know, if he can continue his form at that position. <coughs> but yeah. we're still without, you know, so many players. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, oh, going into the end of the year, all we really need is a couple wins and we're still looking around the mid-table. Yeah. But it's just, yeah, it you, just come off, help. you come off the weekend yeah. of a loss against Hull. Yeah, it, it's not looking good when you've got teams like Blackpool who are mid-table, Coventry who are top of the table. Yeah. Top end of the table, you know, it's, yeah. And then the injury woes, the red card, it's just not looking good. No, but we're we going hope. in there. Go on. We do hope that it is different tomorrow. Yeah, we go into that game with the cards stacked against us. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. we are not in the best footing. Yeah. In any in any regards. So, give us a score on prediction, will you? Okay, I, I'm still gonna go for the Blues win. I have to. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go for. Uh, I'm gonna go for two one to Blues. Who's scoring? Hogan's definitely banging a goal. Um, oh, Hogan's definitely banging a goal, and I'm gonna go for. Let's go for Deeney to get himself one. I was almost gonna say Sunjic there with a random uh, really? screamer, screamer somehow. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> get finally, he finally learns how to instead put his of, head over the in, ball instead of hitting Rose. He's got it top corner. <laughs> he's finally managed. They've finally taught him. Bowie's finally grafted and taught him how to put his head over the ball and, and shoot through it. it. Yeah, hit it true. And uh, 
and he gets himself a screamer to win oh, the game for us. Okay. Nah, but I'll go. Uh, I'll go Hogan and then uh, Hogan and Dini to get us to. Okay, I'm gonna go with the Blues win. Do I believe I it? No. I know it's tricky to believe. We yeah. stay positive. Positive mentality. Exactly. Manifestation. Sending out them positive the vibes secret, to the boys. Exactly. Um, but if we win, it is gonna be like a one nil for me. And okay. I think, and it will be limbs. Yeah, yeah, it will be absolute limbs. <laughs> and I think Troy Deeney gets a goal. I think mm. it could be a potentially a penalty, a late penalty, is what I'm gonna say. That's fine by me. Absolutely fine by me. Uh, but yeah, I think that's how it is gonna be. How we play, I think they're gonna be all over. Yeah, us. yeah, for sure. It's, I think it's, we're gonna be back to the wall. It's not gonna be a pretty watch. I mean, we do play anyway fairly counter. Well, yeah. not fairly counter. We do play counter yeah. attacking football. Yeah, you know, we go on the break. Without Chong, it's a little bit different. McGree's come in and done a really good job. I want to see McGree back in at Cam ideally. If we're going to play the Cam, I think we do have to yeah, play a I formation with the play. Cam. Yeah, I, think, I think we do have to play a formation with the Cam. McGree right? will be the Cam as well. Yeah, because if you think about it, you know, if you're playing a flat midfield, we just don't have enough no, going forward. No. There's going to be a huge disconnect. If you just play Woods and Sunjic and let's say McGree sits out for whatever reason, there's just nothing going forward. You know, even if you play them in a diamond, you know, again, neither of them can play calm. Neither no. of them are really attacking-minded. No. Wood so well, like we said, distributes out wide. Yeah, so he's we'll always wing. between the defenders, But again, isn't 100%. And also, yes, it's very deep. But also, like we keep saying, we need to try and avoid, is we cannot be one-dimensional. Yeah. You get caught out at this level. And against a team like Coventry, who this season really are firing and are a solid quality side, we are going to get caught out, you know. So, yeah, it's going to be... believe. Yeah, I mean... We're going to hold on to that belief uh, throughout tomorrow. You know, without bringing my, you know, my emotions into it, it's really, it's going to be a good game in a way because it's, again, we're coming off of a huge bombshell, really, yeah. with Gardner coming out. If you're, you know, a completely subjective standpoint, it's interesting to see how the players adapt, how we line up, who's going to start, how we play. And I'm a big fan of, you know, seeing even how Bowyer manages it, how he's going to manage us in-game as well. Yeah. Who's he going to play? If we do go down, what's he going to do? How's he going to rectify it? And this game is going to have everything. And it's a derby. I just wish we were going in full strength. I know. And we really gave him a good game. You know, and we come away with the three points. Ideally, we come away with the three points tomorrow, and this is all just yeah, holes long gone into the past. Yeah, yeah. But we really, really have not helped ourselves whatsoever uh, coming into the game. So, Blue Nose fans, let us know what you think the score is going to be. Let us yeah. know what you you think is going to score. What you think the scoreline prediction is going to be? Yeah, definitely reach out. Definitely reach out. As mentioned as well, we have. Just literally hot off the press. Hot off the press. Got ourselves a Millwall ticket. So right. we're going down to the den. Yeah. Anyone who will be there already, if you've got tickets or if you're about to buy tickets, yeah. let us know. Obviously, it'd be good to meet up or whatever before the game. Yeah, we love um, it. Yeah. And really looking forward to that one. Yeah. Get yeah, us yeah. there. Away day. Get us Why three points against Millwall at the den. Ryan Come Woods on. is up for it. <laughs> I would have said Gary Garner would have I been know. as well, but yeah, 
I know how that one went. Uh, uh. And then before our next episode, you need to flick back to episode 33. We gave you the full rundown on Blackpool, but just quickly, just a high level. Again, Coventry. It's going to be a tough game. And then the boys go into Blackpool again, depleted. Numbers against us. If we get absolutely destroyed against Coventry, how are we going to play against Blackpool again? As a professional level, the lads shouldn't let anything affaze them. Each game is a new game. But, man, I think Coventry, how we play at Coventry, is going to have a big impact on how we do against Blackpool. Blackpool are not a slouch team. No, I mean, yeah, they're mid-table. Mid-table. They're going to be looking at us as well as three points. Yeah, I mean, on paper, ideally, I'd like to say that we, we take three points. But at the moment... The way our team is, I don't know. It's very hard to predict. But, again, Blackpool, I'm coming for the three points. Absolutely, they're coming for the three points. We have to come for the three points. You know, home game, front of the crowd. Back in St Andrews for the tilt one too. Exactly. So, yeah, I know. Does that mean we're going to lose as well? Yeah, I know. But, you know, for me, tomorrow is a huge one. You know, it's a game that is definitely stacked against us, but how we play is going to really dictate, I think personally, how we move forward into Blackpool. Again, the numbers against us, the, the guys need to show togetherness, you know, and resilience. Even if we do go down, you keep, keep fighting, you put on a show, you put on a great performance. So, yeah, excited for tomorrow. Excited yeah. and nervous, to be honest. Again, on Sky Sports, yeah. tune in. Anyone going to the game, enjoy it. Let's oh no, get three points. I know, I know. Share it with Come us. Come on, your blues. The atmosphere. You know, I want to, I really want to, you know, it would just be, uh, it's going to be electric. So, yeah. Final little plug before we close off this episode. Again, if you've made it this far, we can't tell you how much it means to us. And thank you so much. Everyone who supports us, everyone who reaches out, everyone who communicates with us, again, thank you so much. We love it. Please do reach out to us via our socials. Again, as we said earlier on in the uh, the episode, you can find us on Instagram, at the Tilton 2. Yep, and on our Twitter and Facebook, at the Tilton 2. Yep. Again, <laughs> YouTube is on its way. We want to make sure it's absolutely perfect. Yep. So please do bear with us, but it is definitely on the agenda and it's in the near future. So stay tuned. We'll be back next week, same time, with episode 35. Yeah, that's got a bit more of a ring to it, to be fair. It does, episode 35. But, you know, let's see where we are. Let's yeah, see where we yeah. are at episode 35. Did we beat Coventry? Did we beat Blackpool? Yeah, or have we had two, two more losses? games into the season. Exactly. Let's two get big it. games. You know, Two games in the championship makes a huge... We beat both Coventry and Blackpool. We're flying. Yeah. Right? We're flying at the table. This is, the, this is the, the beauty of the championship. So, yeah. Let's see where we end up in episode 35. But again, thanks for listening. Stay tuned. And we hope to have you back next week. But until then, keep right on. Keep right on.